0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us for the fourth episode of House to the NFL podcast. My name is Charles Jagley. I'm joined by my two co-hosts, Kusherine and Brendan Heffernan. We're brought to you by the OEHall.org, and we're ready to talk some football with you guys. And the first thing that we're going to do, be doing is going through some of these power rankings that were just released after the Week 4 action and heading into Week 5. Um, so we're just going to be kind of highlighting what's going on uh, 1 through 10 for the most part, and then looking at some of our uh, the Bears after that and just some other teams outside of the top 10 that we think should maybe be in the top 10 or moved around just a little bit. Um, so the new number one team in the NFL, according to ESPN Power Rankings, is the Buffalo Bills, sitting at 3-1 and one record and moved up three rankings from the previous spot. Um, in my opinion, I think this is rightfully so. Their spot as number one is they've just been, as well as, despite the fact that they just haven't played a ton of good competition yet, they are 3-1 and one with only um, one, like, close loss. So, Having that, they still have to have them up there. And all three of their wins have been dominating in every aspect, especially their defense, which was a more of a struggle for them mm-hmm. last year But since their offense was so good. And uh, with that defensive improvement, I think that puts them as a good spot for now. But I think I think that one is very subject to change. They have to play some more competition and kind of see where they align with that.
1: Yeah, I think they're definitely they're a really good team, but I don't think they've played any really good teams yet. So I guess we'll see Sunday night because they're playing the Kansas City Chiefs. In Kansas City, so we'll really see how good that defense is and how how well Josh Allen can compete with Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night.
2: Yeah, and they may have not played the best teams, but thirty five nothing against the Dolphins, and that is the game. Tua did play half that game, mm-hmm. right? Forty zero against the Texans. Yeah, and then forty. I mean, even if they're not good teams, like you know how hard it is to put out a shutout in the NFL. You rarely see that. Maybe not even once a year from a team. Do you see that? They've done it twice in the first four weeks, which is very surprising with the Bills' defense, which yeah. struck, was, was their weak point last year.
0: Yeah,
1: they got some good players. They've always, like, um, Micah Hyde, Trey White. Uh, uh, Tremaine Edmonds.
2: Yeah, the Tremaine, Tremaine Edmonds.
0: Tremaine Edmonds had himself a week last week. He did yeah. really good. I think he had an interception. Jordan Boyard also, intent. he's pretty good. Yeah.
2: They have the weapons to be good. That defensive line, though, is just... Yeah, that's But right. they do have A.J. Espinoza, the rookie, the first-round rookie who has been surprising he was projected in the way too early 2021 NFL draft to go first overall out of Iowa actually then he ended up dropping to I think like the 20th pick or whatever the
0: bills had yeah and uh, just below them, we have the four and O Arizona Cardinals, moving up eight spots from their previous ranking, which I think is also very deserved. They put on a dominating performance against who I thought was the n- number one contender for the Super Bowl going into this week, which was the Los Angeles Rams, who fall right below them at spot number three now. And the Los Angeles, lo- the Los Angeles Rams, they were handed their first loss of the season from the Cardinals in that game, and they, and they really deserve uh to be moved up over them after that dominating performance. They won by 17 points, and Kyler Murray, again, just continued to show out. And the defense was able to hold that Los Angeles Rams offense only, uh, what was it, 20 points? So I think yeah, that it was... it was
1: a low amount. They really... They made the Rams look human, which is good, because I thought they were just a fully complete team. Yeah, and I, I s- thought they were going to go... I didn't think there was a team that could beat them, honestly. They were just... They're just, they just complete on both sides of the yeah. ball. It's good to know that they're good. They're easily beatable. And I
2: do think... Be- between them and the
0: Bucs, they are the most complete team in the NFL.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Especially with Matt Stafford at quarterback yeah. now. Um, and despite their loss, he still Matt Stafford still did play a pretty well game. But that Cooper Cup connection that's been clicking for them the first three weeks just didn't go off for those big scores that they needed it to. And the Cardinals were able to pull away. And 20 points, honestly, that's not too low, especially when it comes down to, towards the ends of the game when you're throwing up desperation shots, which kind of limits their uh, points towards the end of the game. But the it was really just the Cardinals offense that really held the Los Angeles Rams in a chokehold and kinda helped them uh just like carry away with that victory. Kyler Murray put had another amazing game. Um yeah, let's not forget about uh their running back duo is actually becoming yeah, like, their underrated. Chase Edmonds
2: is
1: actually one of those underrated running backs right yeah. now. I thought James Conner's career was dead after he left Pittsburgh, but I guess not. He's not he's not pretty good although he's not he's not to having a good yards per carry but he's getting the carries and he's getting the touchdowns so he's he's because I remember a couple of years ago he uh, was really good in Pittsburgh after they lost Le'Veon Bell to the contract holdout and after that season he was never good anymore but it looks like he's going
2: back to swim of that form yeah in that duo that they have in uh Phoenix with that those running backs I know I'm just comparing obviously they're not as good but it kind of reminds me of the duo in Cleveland with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb With James Conner and Nick Chubb both being like the first and second down backs, goal line. If you need a yard, you give it to him. And then Chase Edmonds and Kareem Hunt coming in on pass sets and Mm -hmm. kept the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, in that game, Chase Edmonds and James Conner just both offset each other really well. Edmonds did take the majority of the carries. He hit 120 yards with a long run of like 51 yards. James Conner had the most carries, but Chase Edmonds was the most Most efficient with his carries. And he also got well more touches in general because he also got the receiving targets out of backfield. But James Conner does get a lot of the goal line touches, still being the bigger running back. And he had two touchdowns uh, on the goal line for them, which was huge for them to pull away and just really secure the touchdowns when they needed it. And aside from that, they have Kyler Murray, who's making his another run for league MVP this year. Stafford did play well, as I mentioned, but he threw an interception, uh, which Murray did not. He really limited his turnovers, as he has been this year, and he's just mm-hmm. proven to be one of the most effective quarterbacks. Right now, he leads the league in completion percentage at 76.1%. And uh, even you'll never really, really see this where a quarterback as accurate as him also is the most one of the most agile players on his team on his feet. It was only the first game this season that he didn't have a rushing touchdown, but he's still a huge factor on this on his feet against the Rams, which helped to you know open up the offense. And I think that's a huge part why Chase Edmonds is able to get a lot of touches out of the backfield with the passing when Kyler Murray's able to escape the pocket and just open up the run game down the middle for James Conner. Yeah.
2: It was Kyler Murray watching him. I'm sorry, it just looks like. I- don't want to say the bad word, but it looks like a little man running around in the backfield. You know how fast he's running; <laughs> so nobody is catching him. It's so funny to watch. Yeah, it's so fun to watch him just scramble around in the backfield. He's no one can catch him. He's in the three sixties. Yeah, was this, he was just, he was just chuck it
1: up, and there'll be a touchdown. So it's, it's just insane. It's so funny to watch him. He's so good, but he's like, he's so short, and his play style is so unique because you don't see any other quarterback. It's similar to Russell Wilson, sort of,
0: but he doesn't. Russell Wilson doesn't run around nearly as much as he does. And especially when you do have receivers just to chuck it up to downfield like D-Hop and A.J. Green, who I thought, similar to James Conner, I thought he was on, more on like, the backside of his career, kind of becoming more washed out. But I think he scored like two touchdowns in that game. He really showed that he still got it when need be, and he can come through for that Cardinals team, which if he were to have one more year left in him, this is the year because I think the Cardinals can really make a push this year, especially after they take off this, the, who I thought the, was the best team in the league, which was the Rams. It all comes down to Cliff Kingsbury, because I feel like he's the number one thing holding them back. I don't think he's
1: an elite coach like some of the other coaches in the league, like McVeigh, LaFleur, Bruce Arians, um, Andy Reid. I don't think he's nearly at their level. So I think Cliff Kings—it's it all comes down to how he coaches this season, honestly. Yeah. Cause he's, they've been doing good so far, but I still don't think he's an elite coach yet.
0: And speaking of Bruce Arians, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers listed here in number four right after the Rams, um, who moved down two spots from their previous ranking. And I think that's mostly just because of the close game that they had against the kind of subpar Patriots. But we need to talk about that game because we we discussed, me and Kush last week on the podcast, we discussed how we thought that it was going to be a good storyline into the game, but not a good game overall. But it turned out to be one of the best games of the week as it really mm-hmm. came down to the last second, bad conditions from an injured kicker kicking for 50 yards back. Um, if you don't know what happened, Nick Folk had an injured plant leg, but he still went out to kick a fifty yarder in the rain, which would have led Mac Jones to a win over Tom Brady against his former team, which I thought would have been really cool. But, you know, Nick Folk uh just barely hit the left upright on that, which sold him three point or two points short of that victory. Yeah. Um it I, it's really still an amazing game, though. Mac Jones has really proved that I think he's the best rookie so far. Yeah, he's he's on that Oh, I think it's just overall, in my opinion, like he's just proved to be the most well-rounded and NFL ready. Um, he's not putting up, you know, crazy numbers like Justin Herbert did last year, Justin Jefferson as rookies, but he's still showing that he's like can lead his team and be an NFL ready quarterback. And I think if anything, this New England Patriots team is just going to get better. They put up a really good game against Tampa Bay, who you can't take that lightly at all because. With Tom Brady and Bruce Arians, we're not just going to have fluke games. That was a legitimate game that the Patriots played. And uh, their, their defense, too, was able to hold them within a close game. The offense was able to put it up enough to put them in a position to win where it came down to that field goal. And who knows, if Nick Folk wasn't injured and that, it wasn't raining, the kick only hit the left upright. So mm-hmm. I think in a regular circumstances, who knows, it may have went in and Mac Jones maybe would have came over. I think with in regular team.
1: circumstances, the Bucks would have won by more, though. I think the rain yeah. was... The rain was what kept the Patriots close, although Mac Jones played a phenomenal game. Him and Mm -hmm. Bill Belichuk coached an amazing game, which wasn't surprising to me. And then one other thing about Mac Jones, I think he's been, easily what Charles said, he's been the best rookie QB so far in the class. Although the whole class's QBs hasn't been doing so good so far. They've been, other than Mac Jones... It has that other QBs in the class haven't been playing too good. Which Zach is Wilson is struggling. Wilson. No, yeah. I don't struggling. understand
2: Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach Wilson one week will have the four interceptions. But last week, he looked like he showed signs of being a all-pro quarterback. Do you see some of those throws he was making? He, he has good leading, talent. Leading Especially, Corey Davis upfield. That mm-hmm. throw in overtime on the sideline. I mean, he shows flashes, but some other games I don't know what he, what he's doing out there. Yeah, I
1: think he'll get better uh, for sure. And Robert yeah. Sala is a good coach. He usually he was really good on the Forty ers so I think I think Mac Jones or not Mac Jones. I think Zach Wilson will definitely improve. Yeah.
0: And speaking of good rookies, though, we got to talk about Trayvon Diggs. He's absolutely tearing up the NFL QBs right now. Last year in his rookie season, uh, he had 58 tackles, only three interceptions, which is pretty good for a rookie season. But this year, he already has five interceptions and one turn back for a touchdown. And that's only through four games, which means he so he had one every game and two last week. And if you look at him play, um, just coming from playing corner myself, it's just astonishing the way he can make a break on the ball. If you see a receiver, he's running against like DJ Moore who's a really good NFL receiver and he goes to run like a curl route and before DJ Moore even breaks you can see um Trayvon Diggs already start coming down the ball and make a play from five yards out before the ball even leaves the quarterback's hands and so I think um Trayvon Diggs is definitely up there for having one of the best defensive seasons so, so far yeah. so far I really want to see I him think keep it up one right now
2: yeah. Who either. else is better?
0: Yeah. Nobody. Who else so has far? been
2: better? Nobody has been better. On the so defensive side of the
0: ball. Takes.
1: One thing yes. I do want to see. Miles Garrett has been dominant. No, at the as cornerback well. position.
0: At okay, Miles yeah. Garrett, yeah. Garrett is the if, yeah. if we're talking Garrett, about yeah, at dominance. the cornerback
1: position, he's been the but, best. But defensive overall is
2: definitely Miles how Garrett. How many? So far. How many interceptions does he have? Five. Five in four, four games. I mean, what would you rather have though? That's five extra possessions. Exactly. How many sacks Miles? And the touchdown
0: taken back himself. Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. One thing one thing about Trayvon Diggs, success, I want to see him.
1: Yes. I want to see him line up and lock down in a lead receiver cuz Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, Mike Williams cooked the Cowboys even though they lost. He did had a really good game. Um the Eagles don't really have a I good mean, receiver. Played, DG Moore we, had the really, really good game. Tampa Bay. Mike Evans, I, guessed, and that pick I guess ended up that did game, didn't he did. Yeah, he ended up pick that game. That pick was fluky though. It was Leonard Fournette. It was bounced off Leonard Fournette's hands into his. True. That pick pick was fluky. And then DJ Moore just cooked him so, this past weekend. So right I'm gonna now, see him locked down.
2: Defensive player of the year. Miles Garrett made it six sacks, but what would you rather have? Six and a half sacks or five interceptions? That's
0: five extra possessions for your team. Yeah, and I really want to see him. I think it's a lot different than um, Xavier Howard, who was the interceptions leader last year in the NFL, where a lot of his picks were more, once you really look into it, it was more of just like him. I mean, he's an athlete for sure. That man can get up there. Yeah. But he, uh, a lot of them were just like you know luck of the draw with his picks. But when you watch Trayvon Diggs play, you can really see his elite hands as a corner and his elite speed, break on the ball, everything. He just looks like a very complete and talented cornerback. Um, which I'm really starting to see a trend for these uh, elite cornerbacks and DBs joining the NFL. Like J. C. Horn, too, has looked really good for the really? Carolina Panthers. Yeah, he
2: got hurt. And not, yeah, know, very yeah. sad. And one of the reasons I think they brought Stephon Gilmore over there was for J. C. Horn.
0: Mm-hmm. Think
2: of how good of an like a role model or how good Stefan Gilmore can do with develop. Yeah, a mentor with developing J. C. Horn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they play similar. They're both. Physical style man to man corners. Uh, Stephon Gilmore, two years ago, defensive player of the year. Like, who else would you rather learn from?
0: Yeah, for a cornerback, too, that's amazing. That's why I was so shocked to see him only be sent for a six round pick, but that's just because it's the same thing as running backs or corners. Like, they'll have a good season, and then unfortunately, they kind of start to fall off, or people don't throw their way, they don't get as much action. Um, and especially with uh, Stephon Gilmore being injured, no one really wanted to pick up that 24 mil a year contract. So they only, the Panthers only end up getting him for a six-round pick, which I think is a steal. I hope Stephon Gilmore can come off the injured reserve and really make an impact well, for that team. I, I
2: did see that even though he went to the Panthers for a six-round pick, the, the Patriots did have way better offers for Stephon Gilmore. But Stephon Gilmore in his contract had a clause where they had to, to ask him if he wanted to go to that team before they traded him. And I guess it's, the Panthers just gave him the best hometown. offer for the team. Yeah. The Panthers just gave him the best offer for a team that he wanted to go to.
1: Yeah, but I I, I, I really don't I don't see how the Patriots couldn't have gotten a better offer than a sixth-round pick for a defensive
0: player of the year. Because when he said he did. He just didn't they want did. to go to the teams. So they had uh, to ask him,
2: do you want to go to this team? And if he said no, you can't trade him.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
2: think the Panthers got a steal. Yeah, I, think,
0: a, I think the Panthers I mean, are to...
2: You can't lose that. Like, there's nothing to lose there. The uh, only thing just you can the do money. Is, they're, not even, it's, they're not even. They're not struggling. How, that's the thing. The payment breaks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how, how the trade. I know for work. the
0: Jalen Smith one that the Packers are only paying 770k. because so he was able to like restructure that. his contract, but uh, Stefan Gilmore was on a max deal. I'm pretty sure. So I think they have to take that up. And uh, with the Panthers, though, they're just, like, one of those, like, really good young teams. So, I think Stefan Kilmore going there is really nothing for them to lose. Adding a veteran presence, like Brandon was saying, to accompany J.C. Horn, I think that's a smart move oh, for yeah, them. Oh,
2: yeah, they definitely do because they re- the Cowboys released Jalen Smith.
0: Yeah, the Panthers mm-hmm.
1: have to pay $5.4 million for Gilmore, so that's not See, bad See, that's not terrible, oh, okay. not terrible. So,
0: Patriots already played, paid the majority of that contract yeah. for him. He was no, on a no, super not. max. Gilmore's contract sure.
1: was only $7 million, so they had to... They just have to pay for this year million out of it. Because yeah. it's yeah. probably his last year on his yeah. contract. They may. Sure. They're probably. I would be. I definitely think they're going to extend him. There's
2: no way. Unless he just. uh 31-year-old. I don't girl, know. I think the only reason they would extend him if is he, so, he plays so that he could mentor J.C. Horst. And especially and if he has a good season.
0: Especially with uh, Gilmore playing for his hometown and playing for a promising young team. I think he would definitely be a, like willing to take a pay cut if it means that he's able to stick with them oh, yeah, for, for another sure. year or two.
2: Well, he's already. I, actually, I don't know. I um, think you would want to go to a contender that late in your career. Yeah, because he's, he's not he on a contender. I I, he's
0: on a contender. Does he have team? a Super Bowl yet. He has a Super Bowl. Yeah, attempt, yeah, yeah. He yeah play so the I don't think he can. Yeah, it's not really like a necessity well, to ring chase at that rings. point. Exactly. he yeah.
1: doesn't want more rings. That's why
0: I was super you surprised when he went back to like
1: early in your career. And then start chasing the rings. Yeah, then
2: you start chasing the rings. That's
1: why I was surprised when he went to the Panthers because I thought he would have gotten trade to a contender because. Um, but no, he's an old, in a couple, of, in a couple 5. years, 5.4 million. The Packers had that money, but then it's Brian. Okay, 5.4
2: million. And then who else do they pay? Exactly. The Panthers and are, the Packers GM. Would you rather trash. have a 31 year old Stefan Gilmore or Devonte Adams next year? That is true. And Jair Alexander. Jair, we have to extend Jair also. Yeah, Jair's a you guys
0: personally,
2: better. If you were to choose between Jair and Devonte yeah, Adams, I'm picking Jair 10 times out of 10. Yeah, me too. Jair's is <laughs> a younger corner. He's a younger corner, and corners are, are the most, with the league. I think corners are the most valuable position on the defense. Yeah, because there's very few Besides good corners Besides maybe a stud defensive end like Miles Garrett.
1: Yeah. There's very few good corners in the league
0: because yeah. when you're like Brendan was saying earlier, even though Miles Garrett is six sacks, Trayvon Diggs has five takeaways, which is literally just a free possession for your team, mm-hmm. especially when you take one back for a touchdown. When yeah. your when your defense is able to score points, especially in the NFL, where the offenses can't just free will and they score touchdowns any second, the like Cowboys in college, off- <laughs> <Ken Jen>. yeah, <laughs> but that's why
1: it's even better because the Cowboys offense yeah. is so good.
0: When you're able to limit that, that's just such a big yeah. differentiating factor the in the Cowboys game. Look like deb- boys this year I'm not even gonna lie yeah, I hate
2: the Cowboys They do Zeke, they're them boys. Is, playing in, Zeke is back to pro, looking like prime and they'll, Zeke yeah let's talk Cowboys let's they're talk Cowboys. gonna they're
1: gonna sweep their division no question no one's beating them yeah the especially
2: with the way the Washington's defense is playing I'm everybody so had so I thought he was gonna be a
0: top five defense this year yeah me too yeah, the Cowboys, I think we mentioned that from week one. Like, they only lost by two points to the Buccaneers off-deck's injury, off Zeke returning for the first time with them, and, him, and, and eight, off but the and Buccaneers Super Bowl. Yeah, off and, a game-weight field In a bad call. Yeah.
1: In a bad call, yeah. they should have won that yeah, game. Yeah, they
0: should have won that game. That was a very good game, and they have barely lost it. They beat a good Chargers team. They pounded the Eagles, which we all expected, and then they had a good win against the Carolina Panthers, a good young yeah, team, with same Sam same Darnold same. playing very well. So <laughs> I think Sam that's... Sam
2: Darnold looks like... Mike Vick out there. I don't know what happened
0: to Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's running ability was really able to showcase. And even, yeah, and uh, Sam Darnold, that game against the Cowboys, he had two touchdowns throwing and two touchdowns running, like Brandon mentioned. He's been uh, really good on his feet. Mike Vick. Mm Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys, uh, like we are saying, Dak Prescott's been airing it out. He had 188 yards for four touchdowns that game. Zeke's looked really well after struggling for the first couple weeks. He was back to his one work. It was only one we- week.
2: Because uh, week two, he just... Everyone he, overreacted. He did, about, good, yeah.
0: he did good week two. He just split carries with Tony Pollard. Exactly. In this, in this game, he doubled Tony Pollard's carries. He had 20. He was back to his workload carry. He averaged 7.2 yards per carry for a touchdown, 143 yards. And Tony Pollard was still a factor, ten carries for sixty-seven yards. But once you start to feed Zeke, we all know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are back, in my opinion, and especially yeah. with Amari playing well, CD playing well. Uh,
2: CD has not been playing that well. CD not giving on the ball. He just not, yeah, the, he had not two, them the had two not catches giving, that game. They're, they're, they're not giving
0: they, him or Amari the ball. Amari had a great sideline touchdown catch. It's literally catch, just though. Dalton Schultz, very Schultz and Zeke. CD mm-hmm. is still like one of the most top two talented young receivers in the league, besides yeah. like Justin Jefferson. They have a really
1: good receiver duo and a running back duo.
0: Healthy or CD Lamb? I still Lam. think this. Actually, if you put Jerry Lam, Judy, Judy with Jerry Dak, Judy. if
1: you put Jerry Judy with Dak Prescott, I'm taking. I've the thing is Jerry Judy's a better route runner. Hands can be fixed. I don't know if it's it's not easy yeah. to become a good
0: route runner like Jerry Judy is. Jerry Judy is good, but until I see him prove that he can do that in the NFL, I don't know how much I'm going to believe that. Because we saw CD tear it up in college and the NFL so far. He had like a pro-level season last year as a rookie. And Jerry Judy really hasn't been given that chance yet. I think he had like a couple injuries. And plus he's just playing with the Broncos where he had Drew lock is <laughs> yeah. just QB the whole year. But when he comes back, him and Bridgewater could be a good duo for sure. I think so, too. But we're going to have to wait and see. But I would, regardless, I'm taking CD right now. And speaking of running backs that we love to see that are back, Saquon Barkley last week. You, love, so to you yeah, love to yeah. see that. You love, love to see How can you not love that. Saquon? How can you not love Saquon Barkley? He needs to get out of New York, though. That's one
2: thing I want to mm-hmm. say. I think, but he's, have, he's not one of the people to go to a contending team and just chase rings like that. I think he wants to build something New York. And Daniel Jones yeah, Daniel looks Jones good. Playing yeah, really he good. looks
0: he's, good. He they is playing very, he
2: he's limited his turnovers. They're t- everything besides Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, awful. James Bradbury is good. N- I don't know, he's been entorced this year. It I don't is. know about James Bradbury. Sterling Shepard isn't
1: bad, they could keep him. Yeah, Sterling
2: Shepard has been very surprising. this. Kadarius Toney looked good last week. That's what Tony. I'm saying. He's, he's, he feed a a to Kadarius Toney. The they need to give Kadarius Tony the ball.
0: They need. To, they really need to use him. I think they draft him just to, you know, have him sit. But you need to put him in the action immediately. Especially, like they said, with Daniel Jones looking really good. They need to give him the action. Saquon Barkley, in case you didn't know what we were talking about, he had that overtime touchdown run against the Saints. Which are, you know, despite their record of 2-2, two, two two, they're still a pretty good team, and in my opinion. That Saints
2: offense is... It's uh, not that, that good, ball. but... I don't know. I don't know what happened to the Packers week It's one. not bad.
0: For just the no, Gi- there's no explanation
1: I'm... or basis for that Packers week one game because the Packers have been playing amazing after and the Saints have been playing like garbage.
0: Just, I, I have no idea what happened. I agree. I think at this point of the season we can kind of call that game like, an outlier. Yeah. I'm not too sure what happened there. But yeah, you love to see that Saquon's back. He had fifty yards for a touchdown, including that overtime winner for the Giants first week of the season. Daniel Jones is playing good. Um Kenny right, Galladay looks again. good in that game. Look, I'm Give it a few years Kedarious. and the Giants could be
2: a good team. I did not like Kadarius Tony coming into the draft, because everybody was like, Oh, he breaks tackles, he makes people miss. You don't see that in the NFL. Guys don't miss tackles yeah, like they do not, in college. It's not college but Kadarius Tony he made still everybody makes it look happen. S-
1: stupid out there. Yeah. It's like Tyree Dudes Hill. Dude's just
2: falling off of him.
1: Yeah, the Giants. That Daniel Jones has been limiting his turnovers, which was he n- never done that before. He's throwing touchdowns. He's using his legs. Everything. Their offense is looking pretty good right now. Um, if they just get a better O line, obviously, I think they could actually be a good team in a couple of years. Because mm-hmm. they guys got, still got to go through the Cowboys. That's the tough thing. Their division. Their division isn't good, but the Cowboys are a very good team.
0: Yeah, and after the uh, performance that week, they were able to move up to 8th in the power rankings, which is 14 spots higher, which was one of the biggest jumps, I think, of this week, if they, not the biggest. Um, Their defenses really helped them as well. And... Yeah, so let's talk I want to talk a little Packers Bears. We haven't got to that yet. You know, it's house divided. It's Bears time, it's Packers time. Let's talk about what happened. The Bears got the dub this week, 24 to 14 against the Lions. Sadly, it came at the expense of David Montgomery's knee. The good news is it wasn't an ACL or yeah, MCL or anything four or like five that. Weeks. Yeah, 4 to 5 yeah, weeks. Which I was, oh, man, I thought it was season ending Once the it looks announcers bad. yeah,
2: no, the thing Any is, knee, you could—I couldn't didn't even know. tell during the play. They didn't show. A it replay. didn't look like they anything during gruesome. the play. But then they went to commercial, came back, said it was too gruesome to show. I was like, what? I didn't even see anything. Mm-hmm. Any and knee now injury not is
1: horrifying. scary. Any knee injury because they could—they can end they really, a player's career. They
0: really lucked out, especially with David, David Montgomery. He's, he's, he's so still, young he's and top five thing. Yeah, and he's top five right now in uh, rushing yards. Yeah, It's, it's just, so even behind his playing. Even with though they a like at half last week. but especially oh. behind a trash line. But which speaking is even the bigger point. speaking of the trash line, I know I love to bash on them as much as you do, Kush. But they play really good, especially run black in that game against the, the run black like, and against Rol- Island, like,
2: <laughs> Quora their <our> leading pass <laughs> against who, who actually though? is a Notre Dame alone, so I love them. But there's
0: nobody on that defense. exactly. <laughs>
2: that's what I was against who like it's regardless. not hard
0: to block those guys. There's yeah, but at the same, the same time, line. you need you need a game like that to get set. You know what I mean? I guess. And so that's what I was talking about last week with you. I think it's a good Detroit. Uh, I'm sorry if there's any Detroit fans. I don't even know if any Detroit fans exist. But um, who lives in Detroit? Like actually. Right. <laughs> but your team, we've kind of talked. So it's a good bounce back game. So it's a good bounce back week for us to get a mm-hmm. ten point W over them. We'll see. They got. I'm they, looking at their schedule. They got the Raiders.
1: They got the Packers. They got the 49 yeah, They got the Raiders. 49ers. Oh my god. They got the Steelers
2: no, and then they got not the Raiders. the Raiders defense. No. The backs okay. crossed the- out. Max Crosby
0: and company. On, cross out,
1: cross out the Raiders, the Packers, Buccaneers, Niners, Steelers, and Ravens. Let me ask you that's this: That's a good,
0: that's a hard schedule. Let me ask you guys this: I have two questions for you. Raiders contender, pretender. What do you think? Pretender, easily. You think so? Yeah, I think. For sure. I don't know. They're, I don't know. Derek no. Carr looks. He totally does,
1: but they just dis- they got destroyed by the Chargers. Chargers are an in individual. The, the Chargers are a good team. I agree. But the Chargers, I are I think the third
2: but. Are the be, third best will, team in their division? I think they will make the playoffs.
1: I don't think they will. I think Especially They're with the three, third best team in their division. I don't think the Chargers keep this up.
2: Or I think the Chargers
1: up. keep this up. I do think they keep this up. Why wouldn't they keep this up? That's like fair. who would they, I mean we can I don't see it. them stopping. Herbert like, like Herbert's just carrying on what he did last year. They got a new okay. head coach in there. A good head coach.
0: I think they're just gonna keep doing what they stood. Listen last to game. this. I think I think the Raiders are still a good team. Derek Carr is still playing good. I th- I think their defense can hang in there. I don't I'm not saying they're gonna play good, but if Derek Carr, if Derek Carr can throw for 400 yards a game and a couple touchdowns and their defense can I hang in understand. there, they'll be alright.
2: Who is Derek Carr throwing this ball to? <laughs> like I yeah. don't know.
1: There's nobody Darren, I mean, Darren Waller. Derek Waller
2: has even the first had, week what? he did insane. But since then
1: I mean, like, the, look at the
2: obviously just. Obviously, he's good. Just Hunter look
1: Renfro, the, and Brian Edwards.
2: Yeah. Hunter Renfro, I just, guess. Just, just look at Edwards. this. Listen Hunter to Renfro's this. Hunter Renfro built like me.
0: Listen to this wide receiver distribution. You got Henry Ruggs with th- three catches for 60 yards. Darren Waller four for 50. Tutty. Hunter Renfro six for 45. Tutty. Joshua Jacob or Josh Jacobs five for 17 yards. Snead got to catch. Jay Jones got to catch. Brian Edwards got to catch. All three backup running backs got to catch. I mean, he just he's able to distribute that ball, and especially when you have uh you know Josh Jacobs back there. If he, if Josh Jacobs plays all right, to be able to run the ball, open up the pass game. I think Derek Carr can continue to air it out. I and think he's gonna
1: throw it to Waller more. Like just throw the ball. To yeah, like to Waller. I mean, feed it's Waller. Like, he's an feed animal. Waller. Like he's a, he's an animal. It's just insane. He's the he's honestly one of the top tight ends in the league. Right he's now, is so good.
2: Two.
1: He's just an amazing tight end. I love everything about him. He's just. He's so good at the tight end position, just bringing in receptions, jumping over people. I remember the one touchdown he had, um, I guess the Chargers. He went up, jumped right over the dude. The dude had no chance. The corners just can, can't guard him. It's just insane. Yeah. yeah.
2: Right now, he's the second best
0: tight end in the NFL. Receiving George wise. Kittle hasn't really. Been doing much at all. Jimmy G's yeah. been injured, he's been knocked up. Now with <laughs>
2: Trey Lance, how's Trey Lance gonna do with George Kittle? I think I,
0: I, think, think, uh, I think I Grapple's think Griffin's gonna Kittle's play a downfall. George Kittle needs a new team uh, if I he wants s- to be the best tight in the
1: league. I I'm wouldn't sorry. say a downfall.
2: Cuz how old is he? Still he's like, not, 26 no, years old. He's
1: not on a downfall. His stats are on a downfall. I think if he uh, goes to a better team, he'll be just as good as he always was cuz he's an amazing player. I love George Kittle. Let's
0: talk let's talk about these Raiders though real quick. Um you, if you we want to talk about them making a playoff push, I know they're they still have the Chargers and the Chiefs in the division, which is going to be a struggle for them, but with three wild card spots this year, I think they can make it happen. They have the Bears coming up, Broncos, Eagles, Giants. Then they those play Chiefs. Those are cheese. all wins right there. Those are all wins. i Bears fan. Those Bengals. are all nice. uh, I don't
1: know. I think the Bears have a chance. I the, think Bears, think the Bears If Justin Fields can actually throw for a touchdown, then I think yeah.
0: he can. If Fields think...
1: hasn't been good as people are expecting him to be. He hasn't thrown a touchdown nah, yet. Because they just don't some, use him like that. He's he made, made some, some, some insane. insane.
2: If you were to watch the game, he's made some insane throws yeah. Andy Dalton can never do.
1: Mooney and Mooney is... I don't know why Andy yeah. Dalton
2: was ever signed They're in the not Mooney.
1: I would have rather kept Mitch Trubisky. I don't know why they ever let go of Andy Dalton. That's just a side note. I liked Mitch better than Dalton Dalton's and old, I he's at the end of his career. I gave up
2: on, like, Mitch is mean, a lost cause. You, you know get, what you're going to get with Andy Dalton. But Mitch Trubisky, You can see that it was never Mitch's fault.
1: Andy Dalton played just as bad as he did. It Dude, was Justin never Mitch's Fields It was Mitch's it. fault. It was I don't not, know if it was, it was completely never Mitch's, Mitch's can't fault. Mitch can't I think throw the ball Nagy's
2: down fault. the field. He's like Drew Brees.
1: I think it was up. partly it's Nagy's fault. I think it was partly Nagy's fault in that O-line. I think Mitch isn't as bad as he did. Nagy didn't help. Nagy just sucks as his head coach. I think, I even after the Bears wins, if the, I still think Nagy should be fired. I thought he should have been fired last season. He's just not a good head coach anymore. I don't know how he won coach of the year. Because be I good.
0: think in 2018, he used them correctly. And was by, that was doing. by using... In 2018, when you're able to get Mr. Brisky out of the pocket and keep yeah. the ball within 20 yards... Mr. Mr. Brisky was not bad okay. outside
2: of the pocket.
0: But then mm-hmm. they try to do too much. And they always switch off playing calling. Yeah, he always
2: tries to get cute.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the offensive get coordinator... They don't have the offensive talent to do that. The offensive coordinator ended up playing calls us, oh, calling plays, calling the no. plays for us this no. week, which is what, no. oh yeah, this yeah he game. did he yeah. did he just this week he he announced post he wasn't announcing it before the game and they announced post game that uh, the offensive coordinator was calling it and no, I think a, that was a big reason it, why they were up twenty four points <laughs> yeah that looks good
1: I, I want to see them against um, i mean, s- defense is the Buccaneers because the Packers. That's the Packers I don't know about their defense. They've been playing good. And as well much as them, But we as, lost Jair this way week, so I don't know.
0: As much as I love uh the Packers defense is kinda of
2: cruise to be honest. Besides Jair Za Smith? In Zedari Smith and Kenny
0: Clark uh, has, been Savage. Bunch,
1: has he? No, he's been playing good. Darnell Savage also.
0: Yeah. And I think um, as much as I love uh, Dave Montgomery, I'm really excited to see how Damian Williams does. I think I really like Damian Williams, even though he's never really been given a chance yeah. in the NFL. I think he's really talented. One of so who I, I want was to come to the, the
2: game, Khalil Herbert. Oh I want yeah, Khalil Herbert to come to the game and at least the Khalil Herbert is. He's a been the kick returner of, for us. I don't know which college he went to, but he uh, rookie that we drafted in preseason. He looked good. Yeah. I want to see him get some sort of opportunity.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's shown his explosiveness he's- on the kick return. So I, I think uh, if you're able to get him in the open field, kind of get him the ball out of the backfield through Justin Herbert dumping it down to him maybe, then I think uh, he'd be a threat for them. Kind of like how Cohen was, who also I hope to see activated. I know he's still grieving the loss of his brother which is um a lot of people of ins- and close to the Bears organization are or say that he's physically healthy still so just grieving that loss of his mm-hmm. brother. Well, we basically lost. just signed Tari- or
2: er, Tariq Cohen part 2 with Shaquem Grant another 5 6 uh, Speeds jerk. Yeah. Can Ron catch? Mm-hmm. That's just another Tariq. If,
1: if this is a week to try out running backs, the, or I mean, this is the week to, for the Bears to try out running backs because David Montgomery is hurt. They just need to see if they can get a reliable RB2 other than Montgomery. Mm-hmm. This would be definitely be the
0: week to do it. Yeah. And I think, so I know we just talked about the Raiders contender, pretender, but we got to talk about another 3-1 team. I know you guys know I'm going to bring up the Broncos. What do you guys think about them?
2: Man... Broncos are the biggest pretenders of them all. Yeah, though.
0: for sure. Their
1: defense is good, but other than that, mm-mm. They got Teddy Bridgewater starting
2: it. quarterback.
1: I don't trust it.
2: I don't know why they didn't keep Drew Locke in as a starting quarterback. No,
1: I think Teddy B's been playing good. Don't think I think. But he's they drafted
2: good. Drew Locke yeah. so high just for, to give him what, two years? Yeah, and they then just replace him with a better. Bridge, uh, Bridgewater got Bridge. hurt against the Ravens. Drew Locke like came said, in you're and you're gonna they didn't know score. what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get with Teddy Bridgewater. Drew Locke you never know. What if this is breakout year or something? hmm Every year has been his breakout year is what people say. And I, I think...
0: Just
1: don't trust Drew Locke anymore. He's had his opportunities.
0: And I think Sunday against a weak Steelers team will really be able to see or that. The weak guess, Steelers
1: offense. That defense is not... A weak. Oh, yeah.
0: Still
2: good. No. Okay, not even a weak Steelers offense. Weak Steelers Be- quarterback. Weak Steelers Ben Roethlisberger.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's and, what it is. And as much as I love the Steelers' feast feeding it to Najee Harris every single play, I think that's kind of the it, the entire like yeah. depth of their problems is they're, that they're in- limiting it to just dump downs and short runs. It's like to it's him. like they don't learn. Like Between last year, De- last-
2: to Johnson and Najee Harris. That is their entire offense. It's both of them get. 10, 12 targets a game. Though. He
1: checks it down to Najee on 4th and 5. He did it yeah, twice against I the Packers. That. He did it... um he did it against the Bengals twice. Like, what are you doing? Yes. He's not gonna get the yeah. yards he needs to. You're checking yeah. it down to him on fourth down. What are you like doing?
2: Modern day Bo Jackson. He's just <laughs> yeah. gonna be able to get the ball behind the line. <laughs> like, make <don't>... ten people <laughs> miss.
1: Jair tackled him for a loss. It was immediate. Like, there was no hope for that play. He should be able to read that. Ben so Roethl- I, I don't know what he's Roethlisberger doing. looks
2: scared.
0: My honest thought is yeah, that I, Ben Roethlisberger is giving up on his NFL career and he has Najee Harris on his fantasy team, so he tries to give him as many receptions as possible. That's what it looks like. That's my theory. Him and Deontay Johnson. He is both of them.
1: He doesn't have himself though because he's not playing good.
0: <laughs> but regardless, I think I think it's time to uh, look into some of these uh, week five games. We can talk a little bit fantasy if you guys want to, also. Um, but I kind of want to look at these week five NFL matchups and just see what we got going on this week, so we can give y'all a quick preview about what we think is going on. So right now we're in the midst of watching this Rams Seahawks game. It just ended the third quarter. The Rams are currently up sixteen to seven. And they're exploding this second half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They came I, out with their 250
2: the yards in the second half, and the Seahawks got 15 total yards. Yeah,
1: it's just, it's just the Rams' defense. That's all I can say. Russell Wilson seems like he's hurt. So Yeah, Russell Wilson just say. looks
2: like a lost puppy dog. He's just sitting there running. Being, he's he doing his that, best Kyler Murray impression, but it's not working.
1: No, but it's that. Uh, that's always been Russell Wilson. That's why he's one of the highest
2: sacked QBs in the league. He mm-hmm. runs around in the pocket. Yeah, they're always long. blaming. They're I mean, his to... offensive line is bad. But he just. Runs but if you're just there. sitting there running behind, like outside of the pocket, running into the defensive ends and outside linebackers, there's so much the offensive line can do. It's like he has no pocket awareness whatsoever. Yeah.
0: And Yeah, so that's our Thursday night game for the night. We'll we'll definitely be tuning in to see how that ends. And a lot of people thought the Rams might roll like a weaker Seahawks team. But I kind of, in my prediction league, I kind of said that... um, I thought I put a low number of uh betting points on the Rams just because coming off that loss and going against the Seahawks team, which always has Russell Wilson. is always in gonna be Seattle a threat, well. in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. I but thought it was gonna be a close. It looks like it's gonna be rough. close, and it's not over yet. They they could Seahawks the could come back. Yeah, definitely. But uh, for the as for the Sunday games, we actually got a London game this week, which would be interesting. We got the Jets Falcons, which is such a um, bad like, like if really.
2: If you're going to London, you want to send and you want to expand to London. You want to send two great teams there. Like, why are, the, why are the Bills Chiefs not there? You're sending the two worst of the worst.
0: If I'm in I'm London. I'm fine
2: with Bills Chiefs Sunday night, though, because I would
1: not wake up at 830 to watch the Bills Chiefs if, play.
0: If I'm in, an NFL fan in London, and I see that they're sending the New York exactly. Jets and the Atlanta Falcons over to play in our country, I'm starting another Revolutionary War, because that's just disrespectful. The War of 1812. It's about to, <laughs> It's about to be the War of 2021 with that. Horrible matchup. It's at eight thirty a.m. our time too. I think it's definitely safe to say I will be remaining asleep for that game and getting my beauty uh, sleep.
1: This is my this is my philosophy. Bad team plus bad team playing equals good game. Good team <laughs> plus good care. team I'm not sitting <laughs> equals good Zach game.
2: Wilson and Matt Ryan throw the because, And actually, actually, oh, this is another one thing.
1: Th- one thing about that game, I'm really mad. Calvin really is not playing. I don't. He probably has a good personal reason to stay out of it, but it's just, it's so sudden. I feel like the Falcons. he hasn't had a good season so far. It's been a disappointing season for him.
0: Uh, and the, so that's, the, that That kind of does suck that Calvin Ridley is coming, is not going to be playing in that game because me and Kush are playing this week in fantasy, if you didn't know. Um, so we're going to have a little bit in depth into that, uh, who we think is going to win and all that. I think, um, that's, that's going to be a big game for me just because I have Mike Davis going against a weak team. Mike I Davis. Have, I have Aaron Jones going
1: against a weak team. The Cincinnati Bengals, I think I predict 20 plus for him easy. Yeah
0: i mean uh, mike davis though i think if there's one week what i've learned from mike davis is that he is the most average average. subpar like consistent running back that i've ever had this uh, listen to this well i mean like it's consistent like he'll get you he'll never get you a two-point game that will lose you a matchup by in a close matchup because he'll get he'll get get 10 exactly he'll get you 10 13 11 um And listen to this. Last week he had 13 rushes for 14 yards. He averaged (laughs) 1.1 yards per carry. It's not like he's receiving back either that much. He does bring in the majority of his carries, but he only had like two catches that game. So I hope they
1: weren't. It's not like they were playing an amazing defense either. The Washington football team has their D line, but they have not been playing good this year so far.
0: Yeah, so as we mentioned earlier, Kevin Ridley staying out is huge they for Kush. They the worst defense in the
1: NFL
2: right
0: now, Yeah, sure. they're getting laying up like 30-something points. Besides
1: the Chiefs. The Chiefs have the worst, oh, but they're man. letting up like 30-something <laughs> points a game.
2: Chiefs aren't even a defense.
1: I think one one sleeper this week is Damian Harris. He's playing the Houston Texans. James White is on IR. He's their sole back in the backfield. They didn't run the ball last week because they were well, playing the Buccaneers, but I think I... Hope they run the ball more this week, and I see them running the ball because I think they'll be
2: up by As lot. we're watching the Rams game, Russell Wilson is out of the game with an injury, and Geno
0: Smith is just coming to the game in the fourth quarter. How did he get injured? What just His happened? Finger. Oh, dang. I haven't seen Geno Smith play in a Since, long time. Since oh, Geno
1: Smith's season. Oh, Jalen Ramsey's
0: doing some P.I. now. He can't guard D.K. Yeah, D.K. has really been proving to show that he I, is Ramsey's father. Dude, I've never seen Ramsey struggle as much as I do year in and year out against D.K. No, not against D.K. Not against, D- not no, against D.K. Against I guess D- DeAndre D- Hopkins. He's
1: good yeah. against
2: D.K. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometime. game.
1: DK is just a freak athlete, you can't blame him, it's hard to cover that man. Yeah, I agree, it's very hard And I, uh, you know Smith's throwing some good passes, I can't even lie <laughs> they're, they're moving the ball, the Russell Wilson was
0: not moving the ball Another matchup, uh, so Kusha's Damon Harris going for uh, his other running back. And for my other running back, I have Najee going, as I talked about earlier. He's going against Denver, which technically, if you look on the fantasy analytics, are number one against running backs this year. But they've also played nobody, so I'm not counting that. I think that's a good matchup for him. They have know. good DBs. They have a good secondary. They but held the Ravens
1: she- to 100 yards. The Ravens have dropped like 200 yards on everybody yeah. else.
0: They yeah. held the Ravens. I think the Ravens came out firing I think that game. If you watch thing, that game, they came out
1: passing a lot more with Lamar. One good thing about the Denver Broncos defense is their, is their defense. One good thing about the Denver Broncos is their defense. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I will say, that they have a good defense. And
2: their receivers are pretty good yeah. when they're all healthy. And when they have a Tim, good
1: quarterback going. <coughs> Tim, Patrick, Tim Patrick has been doing. Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, Corlin um, Sutton, Sutton Noah Fan at tight end. They have a good uh, receiving core over there, but they
0: need to
2: good quarterback. And catch the ball too. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: even though they played weak teams, there's a reason why they're three and one. I mm-hmm. think they're an okay. Team. They're still, they're still winning, I guess. But I hate to break it to Kush. I don't think Damien Harris, Damien Harris, will outscore Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Is I don't think he'll outscore him. I think he'll course. get me at least twelve, though. I think Damien will. Is- Dude, yeah. Aaron Jones, Jones might against Cincinnati. This might be another huge game for him. Did he? Ooh, I think he's going
1: to get a 40-bomb incoming.
0: Did he have a 40-bomb week one? Yeah, I Week two yeah. against
1: the Lions. He had four touchdowns. Yeah. Aaron Jones Jesus. is one of those guys that can explode because Aaron Rodgers loves him. And yeah. he's just a receiving back. He's one of those few receiving, elite receiving backs in the league, like him, Kamara, CMC. I don't know. Alvin Kamara had zero targets last game. That's know. not even his fault. He's still an elite receiving back in my eyes. And here's, It's just their offense is just not working for him right now.
0: This is what me and Kush were talking about earlier. This is the, I think this is the defining factor in our matchup for each team. For my team, I have Tyreek Hill going Hale, as my wide Hale. receiver one. Um, He's... Tyreek Kill is a wide receiver too right now in fantasy. He's played all tough matchups and he struggled in and he two weeks already. And he's got another tough matchup against the Buffalo Bills, which have proven that show that defensive consistency this year and have Trey a really White. And he's Coming for Tyreek
2: Kill's head. Patrick Mahomes
0: yet. Though. So this is Patrick Mahomes
1: has been not he's been playing good, but their defense has been rough and they teams have figured out how to shut down Tyreek Kill. The Chargers and the Ravens both shut down Tyreek Kill. I think the Buffalo Bills can do it. I'm praying the Bills can do it this week.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, it really that's, just, that's, it just depends. So week one, he had 37 points off 11 catches, and then he goes five points off three catches, nine points off five catches, and then 47 points off 11 catches. So I and think three touchdowns. It just depends how they want to guard him. And I really hope the Bills come out in a game plan that isn't double teaming Tyreek <laughs> I or hope it is. having a I safety over the it. top. One thing I'll show you on the schedule. Teams that shut down Tyreek,
1: they're all in two against. The teams that didn't, they're two wins against. They're two mm-hmm. and two on their schedule. The teams that shut down Tyreek, uh they lost two. So I think I think a recipe for them winning. I mean,
2: they got so much speed on that offense though.
1: No, but I'm fine. If they can shut down Tyreek, that's all it's, I asked for. They could win the
0: game for all I care. <laughs> I still
1: really, got the Bills in that game, though. The Bills have been playing really good. Yeah, that's
0: going to be a really good game. I'm really excited for that matchup to come. And then for Kush's side, he has Mike Williams in his Flex, who I had on Mike my team Williams at the beginning Mike Williams coming back down year. to earth. No, he's not. Mike Williams, there was just Mike, one game. Mike Williams not playing like this the rest of the this season. Is, Herbert
1: loves Mike Will. This, Mike, is the, no
0: time. this is this the this is the breakout right year. Mike Williams is a six-three physical receiver, number five in fantasy this year with is twenty-two, twenty-two, and can't run points. routes.
2: Can't he's just big. He's, he's just a big black. body receiver. <laughs>
0: And, and uh, he only had four targets last year. Or, I'm sorry, last game with one reception. He really got shut down against Vegas, who doesn't have an amazing They shut down defense. Keenan Allen,
1: though, also. I feel like Herbert just wasn't throwing the ball either of their ways. Keenan Allen had nine fantasy points, I think. So it's I, not, It is it is a majority
0: of Eckler taking away a ton of that carries.
1: Eckler's just a receiving back. He's un- just the receiver out of the backfield. That's basically what he is.
0: Unfortunately, in fantasy last week, I had to go against Eckler and lost my matchup because of him. So, I, I know firsthand that Eckler was getting all those touchdowns. That game, so he goes against a good Cleveland defense this week, mm, and so good, I think they have a good
1: defense. I don't defense. know about their secondary. I, I think we'll it's see. and Denzel um, it Ward will be lining up against Keenan Allen, so that's one thing going for Mike
0: Williams. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I think see. I think that will really
0: come down to that matchup.
1: Yeah. One thing about just uh, is just another fantasy talk. The Washington football team, their defense might might not be playing good, but their offense, led by Chandler Heineke, he has been playing Terry, really good.
2: Scary. Terry is my guy. I love Terry. They've been
1: playing really good. Their offense has been lightened up. Yeah, but tell about the defense. I knew he was that guy. After
0: that...
2: Defense, After... Geno Smith is thrown for a touchdown in 2021. What, what is the world coming to?
0: Wow. D-K, yeah, this
2: game right now we're watching. That DK Metcalf just caught
0: a touchdown from Geno Smith, making it a said...
2: two-point game. And... Uh, Geno Smith just said, ice in my veins in 2021. He
1: came out for an injured Russell Wilson, and they're putting up a fight against the LA Rams. If the LA Rams, insane, this, this
0: would be, be a huge right blow now. for the LA Rams, in my opinion. Uh, I think As it was... He just DK's got cooked.
2: Touchdown.
0: If the Rams take two straight losses in back-to-back weeks, especially against a Geno Smith-led pack, or, uh, Seahawks team, then I think that will be an issue for them moving forward. We're but right. going back to what you said about the Washington football team, I think bad... Is an understatement. I think that Washington is the worst defense in the NFL right now. no, don't forget about awful. the Kansas
1: City Chiefs. Don't forget about those guys. Yeah, they suck. but
0: yeah. I, I think Washington
2: Kansas is worst. Kansas City defense. Let me let
1: me put on some pads. Over. I'll go drop a hundred yards on them.
0: Listen, just listen to this. They've led up twenty, so twenty to the Chargers. They actually kept that close game, but then twenty nine to the Giants, forty three to the Bills, which makes sense. The Bills mm-hmm. are rolling, and then thirty points to the Falcons, which have such a weak offense. Like. I don't know. I and they're gonna. I'll see the Saints this year. Maybe Jameis Winston will throw for another five touchdowns no, like he did in Week One. No,
2: Hill have three no. rushing touchdowns and take all of them away from Alvin Kamara. That's
0: for yeah.
1: Me. He just wants to. I think he's just here to steal Alvin Kamara's targets and <laughs> touchdowns.
2: They literally paid that man that much money just to give him the ball inside the five yard line.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. I still don't understand how he got that big contract. That was insane to me. The he got a massive Saints contract. Saints
2: front office is the worst front office in the NFL when it comes we to contracts. Packers. We met
1: Packers. We met backers. Actually, never mind. The Saints always have cap space problems. They're always putting themselves deep. Some in the they ball. always find a way out of it. Though. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think they find a way out of last season. They were like 150 million in cap.
0: It was insane. And so, so for some of the other matchups we have going on in Week Five, just kind of tie things together. Um, we have your Packers going going against the Bengals, who the Bears were able to beat earlier a couple weeks I ago. Think I think I think the Bengals are three and one. I don't think they're terrible, but I don't think I'll they're legit. They can stick with the Packers, if the Packers continue playing like they have and not have another and week one, we lost Dyer though. so no I think those Joe Mixon are going to be good,
1: week, which is sad. oh yeah,
0: no Joe Mixon. I think
1: the Packers. should Well, take at least for easy. now,
2: he hasn't practiced yesterday and didn't practice today. So, and,
1: and then, we got the Broncos against the Steelers. I think I honestly I don't know. The Steelers have been playing so bad and.
2: I think the Steelers' defense will do enough to keep them in the game. Yeah, I think it
0: will. It's really a the test. Steelers' for, defense
1: is still very good. It's
0: really a test for both teams to see if the Steelers are able to bounce back and have some sort of life in them mm-hmm. after last season's run and they're then choke. Killed. Yeah, they're getting just slurred out there and just getting clowned on. So I think it, it's a good chance for them to show that they have life in them for this season, and it's a good chance for Denver to really make a statement game and prove that they I don't know be. how they beat the Bills week one. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Bears, we we talked about that. We got Vegas this week. I think we need to make that a shootout. We need to take advantage of that. Uh, the Bears do not want to get in a shootout. Raiders the Bears' defense.
1: offense cannot stick in a shootout. I think the Bears I, need to make it a defensive game.
0: I think you need you to think give the
1: Bears can stick in a shootout. No.
0: I think Justin Fields. You need to give him a chance to throw the ball downfield and literally let him mm-hmm. just open up that playbook and then have the Bears' defense just try to limit the Raiders. Not as a much as can. For success. They need to run the ball down their throats. That's they don't. They we leave. don't have uh, Montgomery. We have stealth. a speedy back in
1: Damien. Uh, I don't think – I don't trust Fields to throw the ball yet. I guess he was dotting up Mooney, but I guess we'll see. I don't know because I, I think the Raiders' offense is one good thing. I don't think – there's no way the Bears' offense sticks with the Raiders' offense. I think a shootout that would be a disaster for the Bears.
0: Yeah. And our game – so our Sunday night <coughs> game, which I also think will be the game of the week, is the Bills' Chiefs. We have a rolling Bills team, number one in the power rankings. Defense is playing good. Josh Allen's playing good. The offense is showing the same consistency, their defense has stepped it up against a Chiefs team uh, Super Bowl. Uh, They were in the Super Bowl last year. Patrick Mahomes needs to really step it up that game. Their defense needs to step it up.
1: Um, Their defense needs to beyond step it up. Their defense needs to just find a new defense. Like, I don't even know how to put it into words. They're just playing horrendous. Yeah, especially... Philadelphia Eagles put thirty two on them. They struggled against the Eagles. They had to get into a shootout with the Eagles. That's not it. That's not a good thing. And it was, they should not be getting into a shootout with the Philadelphia Eagles.
0: They really shouldn't. And with the Bills coming off two insanely high scoring shutout wins, I think that. You know, the Bills have all the momentum all that going investor. into this. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, don't I think that just because the Kansas City Chiefs are home and they play, play such an electric home stadium, I think that would yep. give them... But the who thought, if
2: they lose, who would have thought the Chiefs would be 2-3? Two two three. Three.
0: People are predicting them to go undefeated. Yeah. Same with the Buccaneers. That was insane. It's a very interesting season. I think we got a lot of interesting contenders That's out like, there. I like it. and I really... Yeah, I'm excited for a season. I think it's going to be interesting. We really need to see how things play out. We got a lot of people who are on the verge right now. We got the Chargers who are showing that they can be an actual elite team this year. We have Vegas trying to prove it. We, you know, we got the Bucks and Chiefs trying to hang on, show a sense of life. Cowboys are on the come up. Rams are on the come up. They're returning after like a, you know, downfall season after their uh, Super Bowl run. So I'm interested. I think it's going to be a great NFL season. We're really excited for this week, and we can't wait to report to you guys back next week. Thank you guys for joining us for this episode of House Divided, brought to you by the OEHOW.org. Make sure to go check out the website for some more amazing stories by some amazing people. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week.